Hi, everybody. It's Dr. Eric Corum, founder of AIM7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. Finding and sticking to healthy behaviors around food, exercise, and mental fitness requires a long-term What do you actually need to stay dialed in on year-round to achieve your health goals and to stay disciplined during heavy eating seasons? Like, look, we just exited kind of, you know, the holiday season, but to me, people are going to be still eating kind of cruddy, even through the Super Bowl. And then once that's over, maybe you get on the train for a little bit and then you're off the tracks, right? So I'm back today with my friend Pratik Patel, and he's going to reveal his framework for maintaining a healthy body composition year-round. We're going to discuss exercise, steps, protein, and more. So tune in, dial in right now for what I think are some very intelligent strategies that will help you stay consistent year-round. So let's lean in and learn from the best. Pratik, you recently became a father, and congratulations on so many different levels. It's fatherhood, being a parent, people that are listening to this that are parents, you know that it will change you in a lot of different ways. But as somebody that's coached athletes, coached people, regular folks like you and me, just trying to make it, right? Trying to be healthy, trying to work, trying to be good family, be great for our family, be great for our friends, show up in a lot of different ways. Now that you're a father and you've gone through or you're going through raising a a baby, maybe you have a different perspective on this. And so you and I are having an offline conversation about dad life. And I'd love for you to talk about like, the strategies you're putting into place with lack of sleep, how are you staying healthy? How are you fitting workouts in, et cetera? Yeah, and health has always been important to me and it always will be, and even more so now. I don't necessarily care about how lean I am or how strong I am. I think a lot of men, as they progress in their lives, recognize this, like when we're in our 20s or 30s and we have a lot of time on our hands before families come, it's like, yeah, I can spend a little bit more time in the gym. You know, I want to look a certain way. I want to feel a certain way. I want to bench two to three plates and squat this and pull that. But for me now, it's all about just feeling really healthy and energetic for my son, being a good example of, you know, what I would hope he becomes and he values health and fitness. So then he can live a long and healthy life and, you know, be there for his kids and his grandkids and all that. So before I would be very regimented about, hey, I miss my four lifts per week. It's upper, lower, upper, lower. You know, it's an hour, an hour and a half in the gym. I got to hit, you know, this is my daily step count. You know, this is how I eat. This is my aerobic conditioning. But as you know, when you're a father, you can't do all of that because now the focus is not on me. It's completely on my son. He's my number one responsibility. Mm-hmm. And then everybody, like the family and then I come second. But that doesn't mean I can just give myself a pass. Say, I know that right now I'm not going to look the best that. I've looked and, you know, sometimes I can get in a workout, sometimes I can't. So it could be easy for me to say like, okay, I can push pause on everything and just say, you know, my excuse is I'm just taking care of my son, you know, doing the night feeds, being there for him during the day, being there for the family, making sure that the household is taken care of. But going through that first couple months was a, again, experiencing something I never had. So waking up at random times during the night to make sure that, hey, you know, we're feeding him, burping him. Uh, we're putting him down, taking care of his needs every few hours. And then during the day too, you know, he's now on a more of a routine. He's three and a half months old now, but the first couple months I didn't do a great job of that. So I was just kind of a little bit haphazardly kind of freestyling things like, am I going to work out? Yeah. What am I going to do? I don't know. So if I didn't have a plan in place, it wasn't going to be executed. 
Mm. And going from the hour long or the longer than hour long workouts to, hey, I, I got to freestyle something here at the house. It's push up, sit ups, it's band work. It can be 10 minutes, it can be 20 minutes, it can be five minutes, whatever I have in the beginning of the day. I now cherish that and try to just take advantage of it because I know I'm not going to get any stronger. My body's not going to you know change positively. It's more of just a, a mental, like, hey, I checked the box. I feel really good. Like, this makes me feel really positive. It makes me a little bit more uh, calm and soothing for the family and understanding. And it just kind of like sets the day for me to be very productive, to make sure that, yeah, I'm taking care of what I need to from a father and family standpoint, but I'm also running a business. I got to take care of that too, because, you know, got to put food on the table, got to pay bills. So I think the sleep thing, I'm not going to get sleep until he's, you know. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Like, do you take naps now? Like, what are you doing? The first couple months I didn't because I didn't know how I would feel. I think I incorrectly just assumed it was going to be like going through a training camp where it's like, hey, I'm only going to get like four or five hours of sleep. But this is broken up. That was just, hey, we're working late. We're getting up early. I can get five hours of sleep all the way through. This is a little bit different because now, you know, somebody relies on me and my focus and intentions on him versus the job. So my energy levels were actually pretty good the first month where I know sleep wasn't great. I was wearing an aura to track just to be like, hey, what does this look like? Yeah. You know, not to be like, I know it's going to be bad. And yeah, it was bad, but it does catch up to you. So after that second month, it was like a ton of bricks, just like punched me in the face. I started feeling like really fatigued during the day. And it's the funny thing. It's if a client or athlete came to me and they presented and told me like, hey, this is what my sleep patterns are like. And it's not just acute. It's been going on. You know, I have sleep deprivation or I'm only getting, you know, four or five hours max per night. I'd be like, you need to take a nap. You know, all the research says it, all the implementation has said it, everything that I've done and experienced with athletes and high performers, like, yeah, just take a nap. But I wasn't taking my own advice. So after that second month, when I went through just a few days of just not feeling really well, I'm like, okay, let me find 30 minutes in the day that I can just, you know, shut my eyes, gather myself, get a little bit of rest and see how I feel. And I definitely felt much better. Mm. And now that he's on a little bit more of a routine, not waking up as much during the night, the days, honestly, when I wake up, I eat well, I take care of myself, I get a workout in, like my energy levels are really good up until like, hey, we set him down to go to bed at 730. We do the the dream feed at 11. Mm. And then fingers crossed, he doesn't wake up, but he's been dealing with some gas GI issues. So he kind of struggles, it gets him up and, you know, we soothe him and try to, you know, help him out. But hopefully that'll resolve itself, you know, over time, which I think it will. So naps are helpful. What do you usually do? 15, 20 minutes if you can? My recommendation is always the 20 to 30 minute power nap if you're taking a nap and it's later on in the afternoon. So the nap window, I mean, for a parent, there's no perfect nap window. It's a, can you get it in at certain times or do you have other obligations? You have other children that you need to tend to. Mm -hmm. In general, you kind of think of the nap window from about 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. And if you do the power one, you can kind of do it on the back end of the 3 or 4 p.m. time frame. Mm -hmm. But if you want to get a little bit more, if you really are sleep deprived, you can do a full ultra eating cycle, which is 90 minutes. And you probably want to do that earlier on, because even if you bank that extra sleep stage, it will affect your ability to fall asleep potentially later on in the evening. So same recommendations we give for clients, same recommendations we give for athletes, same thing for parents. Like, look, if you take a really long nap later in the day, you're probably not going to really feel very tired when you want to try to go to bed in the evening. Yeah. Um, really important to do that. What about these short workouts? How do you like, you still look really fit 
is it just eating? Is he really just focusing on making sure you're nourishing yourself correctly and not overeating? Yeah. And then the thing that I recognized is, you know, for me, sleep is a really big anchor. Uh, and, and again, I'll get it when he's one years old. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not going to worry about it too much because there's nothing I can do about it. But sleep in terms of energy, cognition, body composition, motivation is such a big deal for me. And for years, I'd been getting the sleep that I need, like, you know, aura ring scores in the 80s and 90s consistently. Now, you know, it's not that way. <laughs> so knowing that I can still work out, but physiologically, I just don't have the same aerobic capacity. I don't have the same strength and power output. So the workouts I do are, you know, higher rep, shorter duration. I'm not worried about how strong I am. It's just, let me get a good sweat. Let me get a good pump in. And I do a jump rope session too, because it's short. It doesn't require me to run or, you know, get my heart rate up super high, which it's easy for me to get my heart rate up high now because my aerobic capacity isn't very good. (laughs) Uh, But I think the things that really also help me out quite a bit is, you know, I'm very regimented with my nutrition. I like the foods I eat. I eat them because they are what I need, but also they make me feel really good. So I think being on top of that has been a huge help too. just knowing that if I can't get really good sleep and my workouts are okay, then I really need to take care of myself in a few other ways. You know, whether it's just finding time to relax and decompress, whether it's eating really well, hydrating, supplementing properly. I mean, those are the things that are going to allow me to continue to show up for my family and continue to you know, perform the way that I want to. If you've been listening to The Blueprint for a while, please do me a favor. Leave us a rating and review on whichever listening platform you are joining us from, as this is one of the best ways you can help us reach more folks with the message of the blueprint. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode.